This is the All Candidates Podcast, brought to you by Spruce Tree Media and the Kitimat Chamber of Commerce. This podcast is about getting to know the candidates that will potentially form the next District of Kitimat Council. Each candidate has the opportunity to sit down with me and talk about themselves, their plans, and platform. Each candidate is asked the same questions, and their answers are unedited. I'm your host, Devin Wall. On this episode, I'm sitting with Graham Pitzel. Graham, thank you for joining me today. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? No problem. Thanks for having me. A little bit about myself. So I moved to Kitimat when I was four from Edmonton. My parents, you know, the economy wasn't fantastic there. So they decided Kitimat seemed to be the place to be. We moved here with me and my older brother. My dad worked at the hospital and it was just a, a good move. And then so went to school here, went to Roy Wilcox for elementary, Mount Elizabeth for high school. When I graduated, I went to the college in Terrace and took a carpentry pre-apprenticeship course. That was my goal was to be a carpenter, never really manifested into that, but it was useful. Right after that, I started at Uricon. Uh, I was there from 2004 until 2010 when it closed. So I'm a, a previous skills, third class power engineer by trade, and then Uricon shut down, so wasn't really able to kind of progress with that from there, but stuck around. So Kitimat was pretty quiet at that time. Like there wasn't really a lot on the horizon. Rio Tinto's modernization hadn't started. You know, Uricon was a large, there's 535 people that worked there. So that was a large hit to the community. So I took a little bit of time off. My oldest daughter was born just after Uricon shut down. So hung out with the family for a little bit. And then I went to work at Rio Tinto's modernization for about seven, eight months. Just that was at that time progressing, starting. So I thought I'd see how that worked. I was only there for a short period of time and then ended up getting a fly-in, fly-out position with Devon Energy in Alberta, just by Fort McMurray. That was also short-lived, went to the lower mainland, moved to Pitt Meadows, and I worked at Chevron's refinery in Burnaby for two years. I'm not a city person by any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) There are way too many people down there. Traffic's horrible, just not a fan. Nice to visit, not so fantastic to live for me. So we decided to pack up, move back to Kitimat. I was always interested in real estate. Again, construction, like as a carpenter, houses were always kind of my thing. So at that point, I was like, well, let's, you know, maybe a realtor would be an interesting thing. So I really like looking at things and seeing what people have done. So I got my real estate license in 2015 and I've been with Remax ever since. So yeah, about seven years now as a realtor. I have served on the Chamber of Commerce board as a director for a few years. I am currently the president of the Kitimat Gymnastics Club. So a little bit of community involvement and service there, kind of helping, you know, things kind of get better. That's my past. (laughs) Excellent. So obviously Kitimat has been home for you for quite some time. You did get your feet wet in other places, but you decided that, yes, Kitimat's home. So obviously Kitimat means a lot to you. So what made you decide to throw your hat into the ring for running for a councillor for the district of Kitimat? 
Kitimat does mean a lot to me. So when we left Pitt Meadows, we were really deciding like, where do we want to move to? And I kept looking for a place that was like, like Kitimat. So uh, we were looking at whatever Penticton, we looked at Cochrane just outside of Calgary. We looked at all these places and it's always like, I'm just trying to compare everything to going back home. So we're like, well, why don't we just go home? Let's go back to Kitimat. So, right, cause right. it was just the right fit for us. Wanting to run for council, I'm a very opinionated person. I believe there's obviously different ways of doing things and getting things done. And it's just with the LNG Canada project, I believe we should have benefited more as a community infrastructure wise and outside investment and things like that. Like I personally believe the community should have grown more than it has and I just want to be a part of that moving forward as to making Kitimat better. You know, Kitimat in its heyday in the 80s and 90s when Methanex and Uricon and, and Alcan were all up and running, like it was thriving. It was a fantastic community. And sometime around the mid 90s, Kitimat started shrinking and, and Terra started growing. They just kind of became the hub and everything kind of shifted that way. And we went from whatever our peak was, 11, 12,000 people down to eight. And with that, infrastructure generally goes with it. You need businesses and you need everything that can kind of support that community. And everything has shifted away to other communities. And I just want to try to bring that all back, try to try to make Kitimat, you know, what it used to be and better than that. Like LNG Canada is a fantastic project to help us. And now we just need to work with that and grow and grow our infrastructure and the business community and everything that goes along with that, our population, give people reasons to come to Kitimat and stay in Kitimat. Excellent. So you talked about some of those struggles um, with, you know, like the community growing and stuff like that. What other do you think the biggest struggles or barriers in the community are? Currently barriers in the community do seem to be the ability to attract workforce you know, even the large employers and small ones are not immune to this, trying to get a, a qualified workforce to come. And in my opinion, that stems back to population. I don't believe we have like enough people in the community to really service the needs of the community. We have, you know, and obviously a very high average wage in our town, which is fantastic. You can never complain about that. But then a lot, of, we don't have enough people to service those high paying jobs as well as the lower ones as effectively. So you just need more people that are able to backfill the lower paid positions um, that are okay with that. Cause usually those jobs are a little more flexible or whatever. So we just need more people. And that's kind of the challenge I see is that Kitimat's population hasn't been able to grow. Another thing that kind of stems back to infrastructure. Our houses are old. All of our infrastructure is old. 80% of the buildings in Kitimat are over 40 years old. And that's not a good statistic to have because that just means everything's kind of coming up for revitalization at the same time, which is a, a substantial amount of the town. So we have an issue trying to attract people and businesses. And they're kind of six of one, half a dozen of the other. The people don't want to come because the businesses aren't there and the businesses don't want to come because there's not enough people there. And the infrastructure is always kind of the one that's in the middle of all that. Right, right, exactly. So now, so obviously as a council member, you have your goals, but what do you think the goals of the community are as a whole that they want uh, council to achieve? 
There's a couple things like I've talked to a couple people. Some people said that the fire hall staffing, obviously, uh, fire hall and ambulance staffing has been an issue. And yes, this is an issue province wide. I don't think I have the perfect solution to that, but there's things to look at. Like the district has talked about potentially building a new fire hall and a new ambulance center. There's things to look into that the community on that side wants. And I have heard a lot of people talk about just just things to do with kids. I am obviously a big proponent of a spray park. I did propose this to the municipality just over a year ago. I gave them a costing structure and everything for it. So the needs that way things to do with kids. That's a big one too. Like I have a young family, obviously, and you, you know, sports, we have fantastic facilities, but then outside of that, the bowlings, the movie theaters, the whatever, there's not a lot that way. So those sorts of things, there's always a lot of things. There's elderly care, the hospitals, you know, Terrace is getting a brand new big hospital built. So that's obviously going to serve our community as well. Kitimat kind of needs a lot of things and There's no real one single answer that's going to solve any problems, but it's just one step at a time and you work a little bit, maybe in the next four years, the fire hall's the target for the council because community safety obviously isn't something to compromise on. You can't have a functioning community without firemen and ambulance service providers. So there's a lot of things that people do want and you can't do everything in four years, but we'll definitely try to do our best to at least progress. Definitely. So now you talked about how a lot of the buildings in Kitimat are aging, um, you know, like the coming to the end of their lifespan. As far as like buildings and infrastructure goes, do you think downtown Kitimat is healthy and successful? Do you think that's a hindrance with the buildings or do you think, you know, like there could be more that's kind of done? Personally, I don't think downtown is as successful as it could be kind of for multiple reasons. There's not a lot of service providing businesses downtown. There's a lot of engineering firms and nothing against these businesses, but like hairstylists and stuff like that kind of take a lot of the mall space and they should be more of the retail services type thing. And we obviously need all of these businesses, but it's downtown in itself is kind of a mess And even just Kitimat's whole commercial infrastructure, any community you drive into, the first thing you see basically driving into a community is commercial along the highway because you have the highest volume of traffic running along your main roads. And in Kitimat, you just don't have that. We've been set up differently because we were a completely planned community. So downtowns are always very important as like a a hub for everything, but you need to really jam pack a lot of services into there so that people can just go from one to the other and everyone benefits because there's others there contributing to the people in that vicinity. Downtown doesn't necessarily cosmetically appeal to a lot of people. Again, going back to that aging infrastructure, we just haven't had a huge amount of investment into a lot of the buildings there. There are obviously some, the the M-Star did a, you know, that's a, a nice looking building where the Watson store is. That building's had a lot of investment now. We need to get more infrastructure into that area and a lot more businesses, whether they're franchises or small businesses, it doesn't really matter. They both have their merit and benefits. And it's just a lot more of those downtown would cause a lot more foot traffic and it would benefit everybody, I believe. 
Excellent. So now you talked about, um, you know, like in four years, um, you can't get a lot done in a four year term. But at the end of your term, what do you see kind of being the future of Kitimat? Minimum, I would like to have a spray park built in those four years, just because that's kind of something that's close to me, something I've wanted to do. That's kind of something I really want to see in four years would be a spray park, you know, and whether a better plan, a better plan. And, and like the downtown master plan is, is a good start, but a plan only goes so far without progressing to development. There are a lot of opportunities for businesses and, and buildings down there. Like in my opinion, Kitimat needs a, a standalone city hall. And like I said, a new fire hall and ambulance building. So it's like whether you can even, you probably won't get those built in that time period, but if you can get it planned and moving forward into construction in the four years, in my opinion, that's a win. Like I said, it, nothing's going to happen overnight. It does take a long time and budgeting and planning. But if we could progress with getting some of these facilities built and moved forward, that would be a win. And there's a lot of things even with River Lodge, KIR, Tamatic, it's all aging. So what does it need to make those buildings better? There's been talks of even rebuilding some of them or just giving a facelift and renovating them. It all comes down to budget, obviously. And Kitimat is in a very healthy position budget-wise. We we obviously have a, a large budget for the size of the community. And over the next few years, that's just going to increase with LNG Canada's uh, stepped property tax rates, which is great. And if we can get more, even those larger businesses, there's obviously other projects proposed. Your tax structure or your tax base just increases so much that you have all this capital that can be used to reinvest back into the community to, you know, just make it better. And like I said, plan for moving forward in those four years. So four years, short time, what do you see happening in 10 years? Um, whether that's, you know, you running again, if you're successful, and if you do do another term in the next four years. So in 10 years, what does the Kitimat look like to you? 10 years, that's a healthy timeline that I do believe things should be able to get done in. In 10 years, yeah, I would like to see a freestanding city hall. I would like to see a new fire hall or whether it's a major retrofit or a brand new fire hall, whatever is required there, those services rebuilt for sure. I would like to see more large industry. You know, we've got Rio Tinto as a massive aluminum producer. There should be other industries that use that aluminum aluminum, you've got zero shipping costs when you're across the street. So I'd like to see more large industry. I'd like to see more small businesses. Like we talked about the downtown. I'd like to see the downtown grown and filled up with services, freestanding city hall, everything like it's the spray park, obviously. And there's just so much that can be done in 10 years. And Kitimat, I believe can do it with the right, you know, people moving it forward. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for joining me. We do appreciate the time that you give and uh, good luck in your campaign. Perfect. Thank you very much for having me.